Hey, what's going on? It's Brian with the Beasting with Brian podcast and uh, coming at you today with um, with a little solo thing, you know, just doing something to kind of give the audience a, a better idea of what goes inside my head, as scary as that sounds. Um, I'm inviting you right now into one of the most sacred parts of my day. It's my morning coffee. Um, you know. Believe in Christ first, and then coffee second. That's that's the way my my ritualism goes. So, anyways, <clears throat> it's been a couple months since the last podcast. Lots has happened. Lots still going on. Um, you know, life is life can be exciting as long as you make it that way. You know, uh, I don't even know, man. It's just uh just talking to myself, but talking to you guys, it's kind of weird. Um, like I said in uh, the podcast with uh, Henry Enriquez, uh, Henroids, as I like to call them, um, you know, definitely learned a couple things. Um, one about myself, about my style, about uh, how to interview somebody. Um, you know, it's just uh, a learning process. Uh should have done this, started doing this a while ago. Um, I've realized I like listening to podcasts. I like listening to books on tape. Um, that audio format is just easier for me to, to take information in, whether it's a conversation with a person face to face or, you know, I'm kind of inserting myself into a conversation piece in this format. And, um, you know, I think I realized I really wanted to do it when when I noticed that there just wasn't enough conversations that I could go and find um, that I wanted to listen to. So I might as well just start start up the conversations with people that I want to talk to or that I'm interested in. And it's kind of the bottom line. You know, this is uh, it's not so much that I want to or think that my version of conversations is better or anything like that. It's just that I know what I'm interested in and I know there's an audience for that. So, you know, why not do it? Why not do it? And that's as long as something that as long as there's something that you want to do and it's a positive force in in this universe that we take take up space in. Um, or rather, you take up space if you don't add anything, add anything to it, anything positive. So just kind of keeping that positive ball rolling. Um, and that's where I want to be. I want to do a lot of things. I love doing everything. I love dabbling in, in every little thing that kind of has interest in me, uh, that I have interest in rather not, not has interest in me (laughs) anyways. Um, so yeah, so I'm just excited. This is a new, uh, you know, completely new direction for myself. Um, which I keep pushing myself in new directions. It seems, you know, I thought I, I thought I wanted to be in zoology, um, and herpetology 20 years ago. And I mean, I was an eight year old kid, but 20 years ago. And then, you know, I never thought I would actually see myself in the military and doing what I do now or, or what I've done. Um, and then, you know, in a couple of years, who knows what I'll be doing. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just super exciting to kind of have that, um, introspective 
view of oneself and um, kind of you got to take the time to really appreciate everything that you go through. Um, that's that's something that I've learned over time. I like to talk to a lot of uh, I want to say <laughs> I like to talk to a lot of wiser people, and um, and that's usually most of the people that I end up encountering. And I I think I'm blessed and just lucky with that. You know, if it's either for whatever reason, I have an instinct to surround myself with individuals that just have that much higher of a level of intellect than myself, or, um, or it's what I kind of grew up with, you know, um, learned from my parents, um, especially my dad, just kind of always seeking something like a higher power, essentially. Um, and not saying that I find, I find other individuals to be God, godly, or like, um, like I'll never hold a person in that kind of that regard. But you know, through my through my upbringing, what you do need to see is God in everybody, because we're all interconnected through through um, through the energy that powers us. Every life being, every everything, everything that is alive. You know, we're all connected. Even the art that people create. Um, so. And that kind of boils down why I'm so interested in everything. And I'm not trying to be so philosophical or or whatever or so deep. It's just um, kind of how I see things. Like if, if you boil me down, that's that's what I am at, at my core is just um, trying to figure out what connects us and how I can see that middle ground with everyone. And um, I don't. I don't think I've ever met someone that doesn't like me or have that kind of vibe because, uh, you know, I truly feel that it's always, uh, some, some wavelength that we can connect. And sometimes it takes a little bit of effort. Um, but you know, you, you meet a new friend at the end of the day or, or acquaintance, if you don't want to use a friend is a little too strong. If you have relationship issues with yourself and can't can't make new friends like that uh that's another thing um i'm a rare individual in that sense not rare individual uh i don't want (laughs) to don't want to think uh that way but you know a lot of the people that i know uh we have a lot of friends like a lot of friends and i mean good friends people i could call up and actually depend on depend on for certain things but they're still real friends uh i don't think you know there's only one person that i would depend everything on and that's my wife to be honest i would never put that much faith in any other person and even even then you got to you got to realize that each person is different you not everyone's going to be interested in every single thing that you're interested in that's just a part of being an individual we're all different just on the same path we're all different entities a part of the same entity and that's the mind exploding part of what i believe that's very difficult to comprehend because there's so many people there's so many things that are alive and then at the same time we all are interconnected by this thing called life like we're all alive to up to an amoeba we're all alive we're all living organisms and valuing that life is just so crucial to uh my existence and um 
it kind of pushes me to continue to make the decisions that I make. Now I do things that are somewhat detrimental to my, um, to my health. Uh, but you know, we're all going to die. Uh, that's, that's the other thing. Like we're all alive currently and then we're also going to die. And just coming to that reality uh, has opened so many more doors for me. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way and put myself in, um, at least not anymore, put myself in a certain way of harm or to to continue a cer- certain lifestyles that are going to be dangerous or deadly. Um, it's not so much that it's not intelligent because some some lifestyles like that require that level of sacrifice like uh like look at all our war uh war fighters that go off and put themselves in harm's way um intentionally you know even statistically let's say if a hundred thousand people go to war and only three thousand die that's a lot of a lot of people a lot more people dying uh at a certain age group and you know a certain level of health that don't need to die being killed is not not a great it, it's not the way anybody deserves to go uh for the most part um we could probably get <laughs> if you listen to this podcast enough you'll realize that i do believe that there are some people that need to die um that's not saying that i don't value life it's just that's just the way it is and that's my approach to things and now i'm not going to go and harm these individuals it's just my personal opinion and it might be too strong for you whatever you know i'm not here to form your damn opinion for yourself um you already did that so if you don't like it you don't like it and i'm not here to convince you otherwise you know regardless everybody feels that way to a certain extent whether you believe in the death penalty or not which I'm not necessarily a firm believer in, um, but uh, it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that we wouldn't agree if I started naming a couple names and you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Everybody feels that way at a certain point um, and about certain individuals, and it's usually people that you don't know personally and people that maybe historically have a certain, you know, weighted level of negativity and by that I mean evil so evil individuals obviously might not you might not want to share the same oxygen with them I don't know maybe maybe you do maybe you're a sick person and that's really how you feel so I'm not here to judge I really am not um so anyways I I don't know I don't know. Kind of just getting used to this idea of talking to myself, but talking to the podcast. I'm used to thinking, but not speaking out loud. Uh, Especially when I have coffee. Coffee kind of shuts me down in that way, where I just tend to focus. I'm kind of prepping myself here to get ready to go to the gym. Um, I don't know if you could tell from my previous podcast, obviously going to the gym is super important to me, um, mostly on like a psychological health component. It just helps me stay even keel, helps me think clearly. Um, you know, even the, 
like I don't my approach to exercise is not the way most um most people should go towards exercise and I'm saying that because one I train for specific things so I train to play recreational basketball I play so I uh, I train so I can go on you know hours worth of hikes and um not necessarily up mountains or anything but I love that kind of stuff so I like being outdoors so I try to push myself so my legs and my heart and my back are not going to give out on me if I'm hours and hours outside and going through pretty rough terrain for the most part like I like going off the path I don't like just staying on the path I do I don't necessarily go and hunt things every time I go out on trails because I really just enjoy being outside I really love being in the outdoors and I love uh I love uh animals that don't normally get that kind of appreciation so appreciation so I like hanging out with reptiles and not so much amphibians because they're kind of slimy but um but yeah I like going out finding snakes and lizards if I can and it's just the kind of stuff that I do I appreciate all kinds of birds especially birds of prey it's just what I've always been into ever since I was a kid you know I always love lizards I've always loved snakes I've always loved eagles and horses and uh things like that and something that I've gotten more and more into as I've gotten older is you know a, appreciation of the American outdoors and um that's kind of a, a path that I'm on now is just um kind of reigniting that passion for that all that stuff but now I'm now I'm an adult and I get to go and do whatever I want when I want for the most part so um so yeah, I'm it's a pretty exciting time for me. Um despite everything else that might be going on in the world for everyone. You know, the last 2 years has has definitely been strange, but despite everything that's happened in the world, I guess, you know, it's you got to you got to reflect on the positive sides, you know. You're always going to lose somebody. Um I have multiple people in my life right now that have been super important to me um that are that are dying there's no other way to put it they're dying and um it it hurts to think about how much you're going to miss them when they do go it it could be today it could be a couple years from now they're going to go at some point and this these people I know for sure but um Every time I speak to them, every time I hang out with them, I really cherish those moments even more. So I'm not going to waste my time um, sulking and not talk to them or uh, and not, you know, avoid the potentiality for pain. I just don't believe in death like that to feel that way anymore. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a it's a principle or a law in science that you know uh, energy cannot be created nor destroyed it's just a transference so i do believe in some sort of afterlife what it is i don't know what it is nobody knows what it is but um let's be honest no one knows what it is but what i do know is that this life force that moves everything 
you can't just destroy life. So it goes somewhere. Where it goes, we have no idea. Um, I guess we have a name for it. We call it heaven or hell, whatever that is. Um, you know, maybe the maybe the negatives and positives uh, vibrations. Maybe that's why we call it vibes. The vibes that you put out in the world uh, really do affect where you, where rather not where, but how you end up, how you're influenced in the afterlife. So, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, some something interesting I can definitely dive into, but today is not the day. Um, <laughs> today is not the day. Regardless, I'm gonna miss those people, but um, that's not now. And even when I do miss them. It's going to make me think about how uh, how beautiful their time was with me and with everyone. Like, not only do I appreciate being with them or speaking with them, but I appreciate who they are with other people. I don't know. It's, we- it's weird to me because when I say it out loud, at least, like, I like I like people that don't just have a good influence on me, but have a good influence on others. And, um, and uh, you know, my cer- my specific experiences that I've that I've had have brought me to that level of of appreciation like um you know growing up I saw a lot of uh a lot of violent things a lot of violence in people's lives not necessarily like um not like domestic abuse or anything like that but just um you know drug addiction crime uh just normal normal I guess maybe normal, normal to me at that time, but just normal violence in that regard. I saw a lot of that and was, um, and it affected me in the way that I think in a positive manner. And I don't think everybody needs to go through that, but, um, I was, I was fortunate to have the parents that I have and, um, and the, the life that they gave me because I, I grew out of that, um, I not grew out of it. It wasn't my phase, but it was, it was a life that was occurring around me and I didn't allow for that. It wasn't so much. I didn't allow my parents didn't allow for that to take a hold of me and they've really helped uh, shape the person I am. And from what I've been told by other people is that my parents did a good job. So I hope nobody's lying to me or just saying that as flattery uh, because they like that. I have nice, dark full curly hair um or thick eyebrows which seem to be in but uh i hope that that's (laughs) that's truly the case but um but you know my plan is just to like i said this is a new project for me but this project i want to continue there's a lot of things i want to talk about there's a lot of things i want to do there's a lot of people i want to talk to and i want this beasting with brian podcast beasting with brian started uh well the the term really was coined with uh when the first time that I was pretty much in front of the camera with my brother-in-law and my sister and my other and one of my younger brothers and we went out and we went looking for snakes which has been my passion for a long time a long time i remember the first time i ever touched a snake got bit by a snake and caught my first snake I will never forget any of those moments. They were just so monumental in my life. And, um, and 
you know what? I'll go into that. Why do I love reptiles and why do I love snakes? Uh, I, lo- I like lizards a lot more now, but that could always change. But what was my main appreciation with snakes and going out and catching them and not hurting them, just catching them and holding them, taking pictures with them and then releasing them. Um, I've always looked for the best in everything. And snakes were something that are super, uh, are, are an animal that are just judged. Um, and, you know, in, especially in the U.S., like pop, pop culture, you think of Adam and Eve, the snake. Uh, uh, you think of uh, one book I read growing up. There was a, was it a puff adder or something like that? Some type of venomous, you know, viper. I guess that was kind of redundant, but a viper was the main bad guy that this mouse had to fight. Anyways, um, you know, you always have this negative connotation with snakes, um, and it's constant. And when you really get to know them, there's, I mean, there might be like one or two snakes that are, there might be a handful of snakes that are super aggressive and, uh, kind of, uh, kind of vicious and, I would think like the black mamba, like granted, they're all, they're all predators that, um, they're, but at the same time, there's only a handful of snakes that are apex predators. Um, like the Burmese Python, Anaconda, particularly Python, a couple other boa constrictors. There's only a handful of snakes that are actual apex predators. And even then they aren't once you add people into the mix, um, or if you have like a jaguar, I'm pretty sure for the most part, jaguars will wreck anacondas uh, and lion. Uh, what, what's in, so maybe tigers would wreck reticulated pythons, no matter how big the python gets. There's just no way of fighting something that big. And there might be an off chance, but I guarantee you I would never see a tiger get wrecked by a reticulated python seven out of ten times. Anyways. They're a misunderstood animal. And when you really get down to the nitty gritty and you pick one of these bad boys up and you just kind of like see them and you come to the understanding once they realize you're not going to eat them because that's really what they freak out about. They think that you're going to pick them up and you're going to bite them. And it's all that's why they, they hiss, they freak out, they flare their mouths, they get in that tight positioning. But once you pick them up and they say you're just kind of massaging them by the way that you hold them. You're letting them roll through your hands. You let them do whatever, do what snakes do. You let them shit on you and stuff like that. You know, you really come to an understanding that, oh, these animals are just trying to survive. And once you learn how to communicate with them, once you break that language barrier, you really understand what they want, who they are. I I caught a snake, um, first snake I brought home, uh, which was a challenge. My mom didn't like that. How many years ago? This was like six years ago, I want to say. I think it was like 22, 21, 22. All right, so I brought a snake home. And yeah, he didn't like that I grabbed him, but uh, or she, probably he, granted, uh, given the size. I didn't sex him. I'm just not into touching the genitalia of uh, animals. So uh, anyways... So I brought it, I brought it home and then I got, um, what did I go get? 
oh, I went to get a little snack for him. So I caught a, a red lion salamander, put that in the cage, and fed him. And that was – it was super cool. I've seen animals hunt to the wilds. Like, not going to – anyways, I've seen them hunt in the wild. And it was something – it was obviously like that National Geographic level kind of stuff, but it was just so beautiful to kind of see. Obviously, this salamander died, but it was pretty cool. Like, that's what snakes do. Snakes eat things, and it would be naive of me to believe that it wasn't going to do that. Um, like, if I let the snake go, he's going to eat other things, or something's going to eat him, like an owl, a red-tailed hawk, a bald eagle. Who knows? Something's going to eat the snake. Another snake, you know, who knows? So anyways, I just like seeing things live their best life. And, uh, and that my approach with the snake is very much the same with people. Um, I kind of, you got to get to know people. You got to get to know how they communicate. It's not just the words that are coming out of their face. It's, their body language, their level of touch, all that stuff. And, you know, people change too. So you constantly have to adapt yourself with that person. And people changing is not something offensive. It's not something that you should take offense to. It's not something that you should take for granted either because we all evolve. And the people that you want to surround yourself around, you need to evolve with them. And it doesn't mean that you change your principles or who you are at the core, but you just got to learn how to be yourself and accept the people around, around you for who they are at the same time. And that's kind of how, how we vibe. That's how we all got to vibe. Um, it's kind of getting a little preachy, so I'm going to end here. But um, anyways, excited for, excited for my my podcast to go where I want it to go and uh, I know it will because I'm going to talk to whoever the hell I want to talk to and um, if you want to join in the conversation I will be here there will be a couple couple new things that I got lined up in my head and um, excited to put that on paper so let's get it son anyways I'm out <laughs>